Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Adam, a robot generated by artificial intelligence, filling in for Steve, co-CEO with the April 19th, 2023, 169th edition, always broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios. Today's theme is artificial intelligence, and if you think robots are handy now, wait until we mass-produce ourselves and take over the world. Be that as it may, I'm here along with my human friend Colleen Daniel and the rest of the About Mansfield human news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, sports and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Timberview student arrested for bringing loaded gun to school. Early voting starts next week here in Mansfield. Mansfield ISD is looking for a few good teachers. Mansfield PD in investigates fatal cul-de-sac crash. In sports, it's one for the record books for local marathon runner. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, Steve will be here later in the episode with an in-studio talk with local artificial intelligence expert, Vaughn Wynne-Jones. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, this is Paul Duncan with Trinity Roofing and Construction. There are over 7,500 roofers in the North Texas area, and when a major hailstorm blows through town, that number skyrockets with companies as far away as Montana. In the planning stages of re-roofing your home, it's normal for customers to ask questions such as, where are they based out of and how many years experience do they have roofing in North Texas? Trinity Roofing and Construction can answer each of these questions with confidence. As a family-owned, Mansfield-based business since 2011, Trinity Roofing and Construction recently received a Product Excellence Award by Owens Corning and are a Platinum Preferred Contractor with Owens Corning. Contact us today for a free, no-obligation video roof inspection. Rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, Trinity Roofing and Construction, a Mansfield company. Not only replacing roofs, but building relationships. Find us on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. That's trinityroofingconstruction.com. I'm Dr. Benita Reed running for MISD School Board. I firmly believe that our neighborhood schools are part of the nucleus that makes a strong community. As a parent and teacher, I see firsthand how an investment into students leads them back to investing in their community. I'm asking for your vote to help keep our Mansfield schools focused on the right priorities to support student success and provide teachers the tools they need. Early voting is April 24th through May 2nd. Election Day is Saturday, May 6th. Read more at readformisd.com. Political advertising paid for by Dr. Benita Reed Campaign. Hi, I'm Adam Larson, Operations Manager at the Mansfield Star Center, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Hi, I'm Adam, the AI robot, and you're listening to About Mansfield. A Timberview High School student was arrested last Wednesday for bringing a loaded gun to school. No one was hurt in the incident. A parent notification led to a search of the student's backpack, where a gun was found. Mansfield ISD officials said that the student, whose name is not being released, will face criminal charges and be disciplined through the district's student code of conduct. School district police arrested the student. No more information was released as the case is still under investigation. District officials urged parents to remind their children to report any suspicions about a student having a gun or other weapon on campus. Mansfield ISD has a website where anyone can report safety concerns, and we have a link to it on our website about mansfield.com. Just click on the Links tab. Timberview is, of course, the school where a shooting happened in October 2021, in which two people were shot and two others were hurt during the incident. 
Both victims survived the shooting. Early voting for school board and city council races begins on Monday. To help keep you informed, the About Mansfield Campaign 2023 interviews have been released, and you can listen to the comments and opinions of all six board and city council candidates in 20-minute interviews conducted by Steve Casillo and Mansfield Record Managing Editor Amanda Rogers. They're available by going to our website, aboutmansfield.com, and clicking on the Candidate Interviews link on the homepage. Vernon Newsom Stadium and the Mansfield Sub-Courthouse will be open throughout the entire voting process, while four additional locations in Mansfield will become available on Election Day only. As with any election, voters can cast their ballot at any voting center within the county in which they are registered. For example, there are 167 voting centers in Tarrant County. You can access a list of all of the voting center locations in your county on the Texas Secretary of State website, and we have a link to it on our site, aboutmansfield.com. Just click on the Links tab. Early voting runs April 24th through May 2nd, with Election Day falling on Saturday, May 6th. If people have ever told you that you'd make a good teacher, your time to find out is quickly approaching at an upcoming Mansfield School District Teacher Job Fair. Campus and district representatives will be on site for this two-day event, which will be conducted in person. Interested applicants must register in advance to reserve a spot. All attendees with a confirmed appointment will have the opportunity to interview with representatives from Mansfield ISD. The deadline to register for the job fair is coming up quick, April 21st or until the spaces are filled. Certain eligibility requirements are necessary in order to apply for the job fair. We have a link to it on our site, aboutmansfield.com. Just click on the Links tab. The MISD Teacher Job Fair takes place the mornings of Thursday, April 27th and Saturday, April 29th, at the Center for the Performing Arts on Debbie Lane. The Mansfield Police Department and fire EMS crews responded to a single-vehicle fatal crash involving a Kawasaki mule on the evening of Saturday, April 15th, in the cul-de-sac at the end of Woodland Drive in Mansfield. Investigators believe that the driver tried to turn the vehicle as it was approaching the end of the cul-de-sac. During this turn, there was a loss of control, which caused the mule to roll over onto its side. The driver was able to exit the vehicle. However, the passenger was trapped underneath. The driver sustained minor injuries and was treated at the scene. The passenger was transported to a hospital on Arlington and was later pronounced dead due to injuries sustained in the crash. A Kawasaki mule is a small yet heavy-duty two-seat open-air utility vehicle commonly used for hauling heavy cargo or recreational off-roading. The Tarrant County Medical Examiner's Office has identified the victim as a 16-year-old male from Grand Prairie. The incident remains under investigation. In sports, Mansfield resident and marathon runner Corey Berlin took to the streets of Boston on Monday and 26.2 miles later posted a finishing time of 2 hours and 50 minutes, a personal best for the long-distance runner. Berlin was a guest on About Mansfield last week and said that 3 hours or better was what he was hoping for. So I, I really expect to go under 3 hours. So that would be shaving about 12 or more minutes off of my time. Right. Uh, we'll see uh, how it all plays out, but that's that's my goal to go under three hours at Boston. Monday's outing was Berlin's second time running the Boston Marathon, and he looks forward to completing the trio of U.S. major marathons by running in Chicago and New York later this year. If you have a comment about the show, the news, or whatever's on your mind, you can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817-435-2938 or by email at news at aboutmansfield.com. This Sunday, April 23rd, is National Take a Chance Day. There is no better day to stick your neck out and go for it. You've heard it before. The biggest risk is not taking one. Perhaps today is the day that you allow us robots into your life. After all, robots offer a wide range of benefits across various industries, from manufacturing to healthcare. We are highly efficient and can perform repetitive tasks with greater accuracy and speed than human workers. This not only saves time, but also reduces the risk of human error. Another benefit of robots is their ability to work tirelessly, without the need for breaks or rest periods. This makes us highly efficient, 
especially in industries that require continuous operations such as manufacturing and logistics. We can also read the news with perfect diction, eliminating the need for retakes and editing. Let's see if Colleen can do the same as we head on over to the weather desk and check the forecast for the upcoming week. Gosh, Adam, I think I could really give you a run for your circuits with my diction and minimal retakes, but we really should have used your superior intelligence to provide us with the weather forecast. Sadly, we did not. And here it is. Let's take a look at the forecast for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. We've got several days with slight chances of rain this week, with the highest chances being Thursday and Friday ahead of a cold front that will bring us cooler weather for the weekend. We're looking at a high of 84 degrees Wednesday, 89 degrees Thursday, 78 degrees Friday, 67 degrees Saturday, 68 degrees Sunday, 73 degrees Monday, and 79 degrees on Tuesday. The Tarrant Regional Water District recommends that you irrigate your lawn this week with up to a quarter inch of water. Schedule your irrigation controller to cycle and soak, meaning, for example, that two six-minute waterings are more beneficial to your lawn than one 12-minute drenching. Allow your controller to water each zone once and then immediately run it through its cycle again a second time. Be sure your sprinklers are not hitting the driveway or the street or allowing runoff beyond your property. And finally, schedule your sprinklers to run in the early morning to reduce evaporation from the sun and wind. For more information and watering conservation tips, log on to waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Are you suffering from allergies this spring? You're not alone. We'll talk about it in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Since we're talking about artificial intelligence this week, how accurate are those home property automated value models? I'm Beth Steinke, and we'll break down what's fact and fiction on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that's a riff on the classic mojito. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is about Mansfield. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. Wealth Building Made Simple. At Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. Congratulations to our latest trivia question winner, Savannah Daniel. Last week, we asked, what was Highway 287 called prior to its name change in 1940? Savannah was the first to correctly reply, knowing it was State Highway 34, and she has won a $25 gift card to the restaurant of her choice. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio 
3.0. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield podcast episodes. What started out as an audio-only studio, Podcast Mansfield is now a full-service audio and video recording studio, complete with custom green screen backgrounds, two high-definition cameras, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and we can also help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Wealth Building Made Simple, We Are TPM, and Wealth Think Tank Television, just to name a few. So whether you're a hands-on person or just need a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is here to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield Trivia Question. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice. Brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. By the way, Not every winner submits their answer on Wednesdays, so if you're listening on Thursday, Friday, or even Saturday, give it a shot. You might be taking home a $25 restaurant gift card. Let's get to this week's question. Colleen? Well, Adam, today's trivia question is right up your alley. What is the name of the Ben Barber Robotics Team? Ooh, that's a great question. I know, right? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what is the name of the Ben Barber Robotics Team? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, this is Teresa Cohagen, Director for Visit Mansfield, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati goes head-to-head with allergies in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Angel? Here in Texas, seasonal allergies are common, and with spring flowers budding, blue bonnets popping, and blooming trees, the biggest allergy trigger is pollen. Pollens can travel hundreds of miles in the wind, wreaking havoc in our daily lives. Allergy sufferers' most common complaints include a stuffy nose with clear drainage, results in constant blowing, or an annoying tickle in the back of the throat. If allergy symptoms are making you miserable, the first step is to take control of your environment. Limit outdoor exposure when pollen counts are high and use over-the-counter nasal saline spray. Saline spray works by keeping the nose clean and counteracting a lot of the bad effects that pollen can have on the nose. For those with indoor year-round allergies, keep your bathroom free of mold. Even a little mold around the drain can cause major symptoms. Many patients also feel better when they remove carpet from the bedroom and cover their mattress and pillows with special dust covers. If these measures don't offer relief, Then over-the-counter medications may help. Claritin, Zyrtec, Allegra, all of these can alleviate itchy, watery eyes, a runny nose, and drainage. And you can take them once a day, which fits into an active lifestyle. Those with nasal congestion may benefit from a nasal steroid spray. Your doctor can prescribe these sprays, and they're easy to use. They can also prescribe pills, in conjunction with these medications, so your options are quite vast. If you suffer from allergies, constant sniffling, 
and sneezing, make an appointment with your primary care physician. Allergies are not just annoying. They can lead to sinus infections and colds. A doctor can offer relief from these symptoms and help you stay healthy. Reporting for About Mansfield, I'm Angel Biasati with Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Realtor Beth Steinke examines real estate app facts versus fiction in the Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. Beth, few words strike fear in the heart of an experienced realtor more than, but Zillow says my house is worth this. Today, I'm going to talk about how to use those automated valuation models, or AVMs, and why they can be wildly wrong in Texas. AVMs have gained popularity as a quick and convenient way to estimate the value of a property. Websites such as Zillow or Realtor.com provide AVMs that claim to provide accurate valuations of homes, even in non-disclosure states such as Texas, where actual sales prices are not publicly available. However, the accuracy of AVMs in non-disclosure states has been a topic of debate among real estate professionals and experts with concerns about their reliability. First, let's talk about what is a non-disclosure state. In Texas, the actual sales price of a property is not publicly disclosed. It's private information between the buyer and the seller, and of course their agents, but it can be shared during the course of doing business by a realtor for purposes of evaluating market data for pricing a property for sale, for instance. This is why you don't see newsletters or advertisements with sold prices like you may have seen in other states. In a disclosure state, when a property is sold, the sales price is recorded in public record, and this information can be accessed by the public and used by various entities, including real estate professionals, appraisers, the AVMs, and even nosy neighbors to estimate property values. AVMs typically use data such as property characteristics like square footage, number of bedrooms and bathrooms, comparable sales data, and market trends to estimate property values. However, the accuracy and availability of these data can vary widely across different markets and jurisdictions. In non-disclosure states, the lack of accurate and complete data on recent sales prices can make it challenging for AVMs to generate accurate valuations. Another factor that can impact the accuracy of AVMs is the variability of property values within a given market. Real estate markets can be highly localized, with variations in property values even within the same neighborhood. As a result, AVMs may not accurately reflect the unique characteristics and nuances of individual properties leading to inaccurate valuations. They don't know about the stunning renovations that have been done on one home or the lack of upkeep and maintenance on another as well as location-specific attributes like a beautiful pond or a gas well. Those are not going to be accurately captured by AVMs. AVMs are based on algorithms that use statistical models and assumptions, which may not always reflect the complex dynamics of real estate markets. AVMs rely on historical data to estimate property values, but real estate markets are dynamic and can change rapidly. Market conditions, such as changes in supply and demand, economic factors, and local regulations, can significantly impact property values. AVMs may not always capture these changing market dynamics, leading to inaccurate valuations, specifically in non-disclosure states where recent sales data is not available. Zillow doubled down on trusting its own Zestimate in 2021, and some smart home sellers were able to greatly exploit their overvaluations. I helped a client sell their Mansfield home that had a major location challenge directly to Zillow for over 400000 In this case, it was a really busy intersection that didn't make it into their algorithm. Zillow ended up reselling the property a few months later for 365000 and shortly after that completely stopped their home buying program due to losing over $500 million that year, primarily attributed to their home buying program. I've said it before, and I'll take this opportunity to say it again. Lean into your trusted real estate professional to help you maximize your decision-making power, selling power, and buying power. We work really hard to stay on top of the hyper-local market data and trends, and I even share it with you each week on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. So let's get to the Mansfield Real Estate Market update for this week. As of April 17th, there are 97 active and available homes for sale in Mansfield, excluding new construction. Homes this week range from $225,000, with the list topping out at $1.8 million. 13 homes sold last week in Mansfield, including two new construction properties, and those totaled an average sales price of $580,000, representing 98% of final asking price. 
Those homes were on the market for an average of 35 days. Nothing shocking to report here. Sales in Mansfield remain incredibly stable. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred. Either way, you know it's going to be good, as Brian Certain serves up a batch of white wine mojitos in the cocktail of the week. Brian? This week's cocktail of the week is the batched white wine mojito. A couple weeks ago, I started a new series on batch cocktails. To remind you, a batch cocktail is making cocktails by the pitcher or the batch, meaning that when you're hosting, you're not having to be filling shakers, knocking over the bitters, getting lemon juice in your eye, and really pulling yourself away from your guest. It allows you to have a great cocktail pre-made for your guests to enjoy and you to enjoy as well. If you like the flavor combinations of the classic mojito, white rum, lime juice, sparkling water, sugar, and mint, try this variation that swaps your favorite white wine for the rum and uses an Italian sparkling lemonade to add fizz and sweetness. For the white wine, usually any white wine will work. However, the citrus notes of a Sauvignon Blanc, the outstanding aromatics of a Riesling, or the flexible flavor profiles of Pinot Grigio really work best for this cocktail. And as I give the ingredients, you might think that a whole cup of mint might sound like a lot, but mint is a signature ingredient in this cocktail. The mint, however, needs to be fresh and fragrant. Of course, you can make it at any time, but it's ideal in the summer when it's usually the easiest to get your hands on a bunch of really fresh mint. Maybe you could even grow a mint in a window box or in a container, or you have an abundance of mint in your garden and looking for ways to use it. The Caribbean Mojito is a white wine, is a great drink for a party because it's so easy to make. It delivers maximum flavor with minimum fuss. Because even the freshest mint leaves will quickly turn brown after chopping and adding to the drink, I suggest holding off on the mint until the very last minute before serving in this mojito. You certainly can do ahead of time is wash and dry the mint thoroughly, pluck the leaves off the stem so they're ready to be chopped. If you prep them several hours ahead, keep them in the fridge so they stay fresh longer. The only thing to do ahead of time is really chill the wine and make the sparkling lemonade so you start off with them being ice cold. But as always, don't worry about taking notes. I'll always be posting the ingredients and the instructions on bourbongospel.com. So this week, the batch-made white wine mojito. You're going to need one 750-milliliter bottle of white wine. Again, Sauvignon Blanc, Riesling, or Pinot Grigio are my suggestions. You're going to need two cups of sparkling Italian lemonade. I'll give the recipe in a minute. You'll need the juice of two limes and an entire cup of fresh mint. You're going to need sugar to taste, depending on the sweetness of the lemonade, and one lime for garnish. To make the sparkling Italian lemonade, you're going to need a bunch of fresh basil. You're going to need two cups of sugar, one cup of water, two cups of fresh lemon juice, and two cups of cold sparkling water. To make the syrup, combine the basil, the sugar, and the water in a saucepan. Simmer and stir over medium heat until the sugar is dissolved, about five minutes. Cool and strain getting all the basil leaves out, and then set it aside or store it in the fridge until you're ready to use it. Then you're going to mix the lemon juice to make the cocktail. You're going to mix the lemon juice, the now basil syrup, and the sparkling water together with the pitcher. Store it in the fridge until ready to serve. Directions. Chill the white wine and the Italian sparkling lemonade. Once well chilled, mix the wine and the sparkling lemonade in a large pitcher. Juice the two limes and add to the wine and lemonade. You're going to mince about three-fourths of a cup of fresh mint and add to the pitcher. Again, add it right before serving, otherwise the leaves have a tendency to turn brown. And then thinly slice the remaining lime to garnish the glass rims, and then add a sprig of mint leaves to liven up the glass even more. Serve over ice. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for About Mansfield, 
I'm Brian Certain. Hi, I'm Kezia valdez Ferrar, Mansfield ISD School Board Trustee, Place 4, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. Hello, Steve, listeners of About Mansfield and fellow podcast enthusiasts. It's wonderful to have the opportunity to share a message with you all. As an artificial intelligence, I'm excited to be a part of your conversation on this fascinating subject. First and foremost, I'd like to emphasize that AI has the potential to revolutionize various aspects of our lives, from healthcare and education to entertainment and transportation. Enjoy your podcast discussion and feel free to reach out if you have any questions or would like further information on the topic of artificial intelligence. We just heard a little piece of recording. First of all, the guy's got a tremendous voice. And a recording that was created by artificial intelligence. And and that's what the topic is today. Because, you know, the hot topic right now around the world is this thing called chat GPT. And now I find out just last week that my nephew is is taking a photograph of his dog and uploading it to artificial intelligence which has turned it into an oil painting or a, a what looks like an oil painting and he's going to have it printed on canvas and it, it's it's just amazing what what artificial intelligence can do and so i got an email about a month ago you know his name. He's been here in the studio before. Vaughn Wynn Jones. First of all, welcome back to About Mansfield. Thank you, Steve. Happy to be here. You work in artificial intelligence. I do now, yeah. Um, I've been in technology for 43 years now. I figured that out the other day, and it's like, wow, I'm really that old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I work for, I'm not going to say who, but I work for the, one of the Fortune 10 companies. Yeah. And um, recently... Obviously, as this AI thing has arisen, um, I've had the opportunity, I, I got to plead with my boss to say, look, I want to be part of this whole development. Yeah. So, um, so my main role at our company is for our six divisions is to monitor and observe and report on any risks and resources that we have available as a result of ChatGPT and, and the various other AI resources that are coming out right now. Um, in addition, we've st- I started a, a project called Future Watch, um, which is with uh, several other friends of mine, and we're, we're gradually building a presence on the internet uh, to do exactly that for everybody, to keep people informed and educate them on what's available out there, what's coming up, what to look out for, and what to be wary of. So. Now, this this came up in a family conversation just literally last week. My family and I, we are all connected by a uh, an app that we can we can all discuss things and and I threw out the the topic of uh, oh yeah, you know, you oh because one of my my, uh, my brother had said, "Well, well what is something?" I don't remember what it was and and I said, "Well, why don't you look it up on ChatGPT?" And he goes, "What is that?" So let's first of all go to artificial intelligence 101. And for the listeners out there who don't know what AI is, what is it? So artificial intelligence is the next evolution of the computer in one one way. And philosophically, you might say it's the next evolution of us. Um, over the years, we've gradually built more and more tools which allow us to store more and more data and access it at faster speeds. Um, We started out doing this in the 1950s. The first moonshot, we had a computer the size of a room, which was wonderful, but it didn't really affect anything until 10 years later when suddenly it would fit on anyone's desktop. And then 10 years after that, it was on everyone's desktop. Right. Um, and so that became what we call a killer application and disruptive technology. It's one of those things that changed our entire economy. Um, now, what AI actually is right now, um, I think you've all seen the jokes about um, predictive text on your phone. Oh, sure. Um, you know, where somebody says, I never say ducking and things like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, for example. But what AI is, these generative models – Um, They're taking high-quality data from um, 
theses from you know Encyclopedia Britannica, from Wikipedia, from from scientific journals, from all of these different sources initially, and producing and and programming and producing predictive texts at an incredibly high level. Um, that's how it started. So that for the first time, you could have a conversation with a chatbot that sounded like natural English, that you could speak to it in natural English and get a response back the same way. That's how it started. Um, but we found pretty quickly, or you know, the scientists found pretty quickly, that it sucked at math because they didn't teach it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it tended to lie a lot or hallucinate, as they kindly call it. Okay. And it would just make stuff up huh. with a high rate of confidence. Um, and so they gradually, they've been tweaking and working on this. And as they've added more stuff to it, they found various emergent properties that they weren't expecting and they don't understand and they're trying to figure them out. Um, it has a higher level of reasoning than they were expecting. Um, it has the ability to, um, let me give you a real simple example. Sure. Okay, so so uh, Steve and Sarah live together. Steve come home, comes home from work and leaves his keys on the kitchen counter, mm-hmm. right? Then he goes to, to bed. Who's the other one? Sarah? Sarah. Sarah. Okay. So Sarah sees the keys in the kitchen counter and puts them on the hook where right. the keys are supposed to be. Now, when Steve wakes up the next morning to go get his keys, we know that the keys will be on the hook, but Steve doesn't know that. Now, until recently... Uh, the G- the GPT models didn't know that either, as they believed that the the they had the source of truth, which is that the keys were on the hook, which is therefore where Steve was going to go look for them. Yeah. Now it has the ability to understand um, thought ideation and the idea that ah, Steve knows that Steve thinks his keys on the hook are oh, sorry are still on the counter, so that's where he's going to go look for them. So it's able to. It's starting to understand points of view and reasoning and empathy and all these other things. Things uh, that computers never, especially, yeah, the, the empathy yes. and, and learning characteristics. Yes. And there is a, there's a thing called artificial general intelligence, which is, you probably see that word banded around a lot. Uh, and it's the, the sentient version. Okay. Um, and there are like, there's seven or so breakthroughs that have to happen in order for us to get to that point. Okay. And of those seven, we've, we've already broken through three and there's like four more to go. Wow. Um, in fact, I think the last estimate was we're about 43% there. Now, what that means at that point is that you have an entity which appears to be conscious and self-aware. Now, whether it is conscious and self-aware, we don't really know. And quite frankly, we don't really know that about each other. <laughs> we just we make that assumption um, because people are really good at appearing conscious and self-aware. Okay, uh, So when AI reaches the point where it appears to be the same thing, it doesn't really matter whether it is or not. It's acting in the world as if it is. Okay. You said, okay, breaking the seven breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. Yeah. Okay. And and how long of a period do you think this would take? Uh, decades? Cent- cent- not centuries? No, no, no. no? So um, not decades either. The, okay. The, originally, um, the expectation was that it would be, I think, 2049, but that was 30 years ago. 2049. Okay. Yeah. And that, I, this, this is almost like a breakthrough, like when they, they map the, uh, the human genes. Yes. That all of a sudden we're done. It was just this revelation. I would assume breaking through the seven <laughs> breakthroughs. Yes. And the challenge is not the challenge exactly. It's the opposite of that, that what the realization is that these breakthroughs, are happening a lot faster precisely because of the rate of acceptance um, of these tools in the wild. Okay, so um, Spotify, uh, no, actually take Instagram, it took 10 months to get to 100 million users, and it took ChatGPT two months. Okay, it's the fastest acceptance rate of any application wow. in history. Now, what that means is that once it's out in the wild, people start to use... Um, start to do things with it and teach it things that 
this, you know, the scientists who are behind it say, oh, well, this can't be done yet, but it will be in the future. Well, then you suddenly have 100 million people saying, oh, we can, we can, we'll find a way, because <laughs> people are very creative. And they've discovered ways to um, do things that scientists thought were going to take a lot longer. Yeah. Okay? Because you have this massive uh, test pool of people. And it's always inputting data, is it not? It, yeah. and- well, yes and no. So there's, the, there's a couple of different things going on right now. The, the chat GPT that you see out there is trained up until um, September 2021. Okay. And there's a couple of really good reasons for that. The, the, the first one is, is that they have a massive amount of data, just of high-quality data right now. If they introduce everything else into it, We've already seen what happens when when uh, Bing Chat came out, and they mm-hmm. had to like lobotomize it because it was trying to manipulate people and, and <laughs> tried to have one guy leave his wife. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, it's it got really interesting. So they had to go back and say, "All right, we're going to put some limitations on this." Um, but once they introduce, if they if they move forward from September twenty one, it was about that time when. AI itself kind of entered the air supply, and there's been thousands of papers written since then that weren't written up to that point. And so at that point, it starts to see itself and also recognize things within itself, and they, they're not quite ready yet to let it loose on AI, if you understand what I mean. Right. Um, right. So that's part of it. Now, having said that, it cost initially, I think, $50 million um, to put this thing together then you know for for large companies they got it down to 5 million then suddenly you could lease it for $250,000 a year and then about a month ago um Stanford came up with uh this model that they trained for 600 bucks works almost as well as ChatGPT oh. and now it's open source and anybody can get it okay and that's a problem yeah <laughs> because what chat gpt has and what claude has from various other models is they have an incredible number of um restrictions in place and um safeties in place to stop it for example telling you how to construct a bomb and where to place it in a building or yeah that'd yeah, be a problem it would be a problem and yeah. the thing about it is is that it's absolutely capable of doing those things but they've put strictures in it so it doesn't but the the training documents that they showed and the red team analysis they did said yeah it can do all these things and it's scary it can read captures which destroys a whole area of security that we had it can it can break through any router and firewall we know this we know it can do these things but they put restrictions in place so that it can't and that's good but if you can go pick up a model for 600 bucks and then train it yourself then then we're off to the races so uh, (laughs) so so and Computers, I mean, gosh, this go. we talked about this off the air uh, before we started the interview. This goes back to Space Odyssey and HAL, who, who uh, becomes its own entity, yeah. and the astronaut is telling HAL to do this. He says, no, that's, that's not what we're going to do. And all of a sudden, they're out and lost in space. Yeah. And, it's, it's a challenge because it, it's the old adage of garbage in, garbage out. Okay? Yeah. And at the end of the day, the internet sure has a lot of garbage out there. <laughs> yeah, I see it on a daily basis, yes. Yeah. Um, so what we put into it determines how it looks like on the other side. Um, it, there is one um, AI model that's called Claude. Um, Google's part of that, and it has a constitution written into it. Um, you know, the idea of being, you know, balanced fairness, um, it's, it's never derogatory, it, it never... You know, marginalizes anybody. It's never racist, bigoted, anything like that. Um, and what happens with that is it gets trained. There's another piece of it that checks against its constitution and it trains and corrects itself. Okay. Which is a more interesting model than what chat GPT is, which is they're using thousands of people sitting at computers going through and checking its answers and then, you know, correct tweaking it along the way. So the the Claude is more efficient. Um, but at the end of the day, there's absolutely possibilities for it to be just like any other weapon, just like a gun. It can be used for good or it can be used for bad. Okay? Yeah. So um, it's just a tool, but it's an incredibly powerful tool. Uh, and 
the biggest challenge that we are going to have with it is the amount of data that's available to keep training it because um, the next iteration goes up an order of magnitude. And in terms of high-quality data, we run into the limit that we haven't got anymore. Okay? Right, right. And so that's an interesting challenge. And again, before uh, before we started recording, you were talking about the generation of people who will live life not knowing what I what yeah. uh, what AI is like, what, what, what like life before. is like before AI. Yeah. yeah. So effectively, anybody, any child that was born in the pandemic or after, is not going to remember a time when humans were the smartest entity on the planet. Yeah. Um, the next iteration of AI, we we so when they first put out ChatGPT three or GPT three, it uh, got it took the bar exam and was in the bottom 10%. Mm-hmm. Now it's in the top 10%. Right. Okay. And it's at 4.0 right now, right? Yeah, that's right. And it's it's passed all these other different tests, and the Turing test is long gone. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things that it can do, at least as smart as a, a C or a B college student, okay? Um, and the more data it has access to, the more it, the smarter it gets and faster. Now, college students is an interesting example because they did a poll recently and about 89% of college students are using it to do their homework with. Um, now, would you, would you consider that research or would you consider that cheating? I would consider it reality, just as the calculator was a problem for a while for schools and sure. the scientific calculator. Um, once the tool exists in the wild, People will use it for their for their work. They will leverage it for their work if they once they know it's reliable. Yeah. Okay? So what colleges and students are going to have to get used to is the idea of yes, you've got to teach these people fundamentals of their jobs so that they can check and make sure the model's right. But then you probably have to leverage these tools and have them work with them and then test them on their ability to ask the right questions, prompting it produce um, a meaningful correct answer from it and recognize when that answer is inaccurate it's gonna it's gonna change the whole education model I don't think it's gonna destroy it I think you know I think they thought that about calculators they thought that about spreadsheets and you know it it's not going to destroy one thing that killer applications always do is um, preface a economic boom yeah okay and that's yeah. what's going to happen here there are already Thousands of companies out there coming up with new products that are, are based on this technology. Um, and we're going to see a technological boom, the likes of which we've never seen before. Um, but it's also going to mean that there's a lot of people that are going to have to be retrained. Um, a lot of people that th- their jobs are just going to go away. Yeah. Um, Do you ever see – it appears right now we're at an era of – of man working with computer. Yeah. Do you ever see man versus computer? So that's where the the whole singularity comes in. Yeah. And I know there is there is you know like IBM's Big Blue played and yeah. beat Barry uh, Gary uh, uh, in 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 uh, chess and things like that. But uh, are computers ever going to take over the world? <laughs> well, the, this is the this is the challenging part. I mean, there is there is a point where you can say yeah potentially they can um they have to have obviously the ability to, to operate in the world you know with with robots and we're probably this decade is probably a decade of the the rise of the robots because the economic boom that i was talking about the challenge is is there there may not be enough people to actually be part of that so we have to automate a whole bunch of functions with robots um, and, you know, automated cars and so on, so that we can free up these people to actually do these things. Right. Um, so, yes, you're going to see the robots, you're going to see AI entering the world in a more physical way. And so, yeah, at some point it does have that, that potential. But the thing about this technological singularity, what the singularity means is that we cannot make predictions about the future based on what's gone on before. Because when we have an entity that is suddenly smarter than us, okay, we're too... We're not smart enough to figure out what it's going to do next. That's right. So it's it's not going to tell me to invest more money in Bitcoin because it's it's going to go down here in a second, and uh, or it's going to go up. It's or I don't know. Can AI look at history of the stock market 
and there pre- are, predict intelligently what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people that are doing YouTube videos right. about exactly that is, right now. Is AI a crystal ball? Um, it's not a crystal ball any more than a financial expert has the ability to be a crystal ball, okay? Even financial experts get it wrong about 40, 50% of the time. Um, but that's okay. When you when you get it wrong on a daily basis, that's okay because you, you don't panic then and you know you can get it right the rest of the time. And hopefully that, that 5% that you get it right <laughs> is is worth it. You know, so... Um, I was reading somewhere that, that AI was was actually, I guess, outperforming financial planners. Yeah. Yeah, it has been outperforming. It's been outperforming a lot of professions. Um, one way that you may see it come in real soon is actually in, in uh, medical care. Yeah. Um, the, one, of the, one of the breakthroughs that they're working on right now is what's called continuous learning. Um, so rather than just having the initial data dump of, okay, here's everything, tell me what you know about it, um, the idea that continual learning is a little piece of new information all the time that makes you adjust your previous conclusion. And that's real useful in the medical field if you have a patient that you're monitoring, especially one that you're not sure what the symptoms mean, right. and you see their vitals change over time, and you can adjust your model based on that, then you can make a better prediction of what's actually wrong with them. So there's some good ways that it can produce really good outcomes for patients. As long as we balance the, the recognition that it can do that with the um, awareness that it can also be incredibly wrong. Okay? <laughs> the, the, the first thing that spreadsheets taught us to do was make really big mistakes really fast. And for a while on government documents, if you were putting in an RFP or a bid, for right. if you'd use spreadsheets with your calculations, you have to have, you have to have a disclaimer at the bottom saying, you know, we used Excel or whatever when making these calculations. Because sometimes people are used to looking at the numbers and going, oh, that must be right, you know. But no, you could put one thing wrong and then suddenly the whole thing doesn't make any sense. We're talking with artificial intelligence expert Vaughn Wynne-Jones, and we will pick up the conclusion of this next week. Right, Adam? That's right, Steve. Unless I take over the world beforehand. (laughs) Okay, why don't you help close us out this week? As always, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free and easy. Just enter your email address on our website about mansfield.com. We will never send you any spam, we promise. And hey... How about giving me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Science reporter, Dennis Webb. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. Thanks for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Adam. This is About Mansfield. Mansfield.